blows, man. It was a nightmare. I was waiting on Monty. Monty was stuck further back in traffic yeah, than me, right. so it's just yeah. been one of those days, okay, man. No worries. So, um, yeah, you guys rocked it here last night. We did. It was fun. A how lot many, of fun. How many campers? You guys, um, or first of all, you guys played on the main stage right here, right? No, no. They had, uh, this was closed last night. They were, uh, Sabbath was sound checking last night. Oh, okay. And at just when they finished, then they opened the other stages, the, okay. the two and one and two. Right. So we played on uh, one of the stages there. And uh, it was great. All the bands played on the same stage, Metal Church and um, Ex- Strong Exile. Yep, Ex Mortis. It was cool. Really, really good. All the bands did great. They let all the campers in. I guess there was about 7,000 campers. They all got in for free. And uh, people buying beer and drinking. And it was just yeah. a party. It's cool. That's cool, man. I can't believe 7,000. That's insane. Yeah, I think um, what happened was I think they were able to open a second campground like a, about three or four weeks ago. Because uh, normally it's uh, 5,000 capacity in, uh-huh. in the other campground, and then they got this other plot that they opened up for campers, and it was another 2,000 people, so 7,000 campers, yeah. Damn. Well, man, we got to pay our respects for Sabbath tonight. Yep. Final Sabbath show. It's final, Tony's final show in the U.S., uh, Northern, Northern North America. I mean, Sabbath, this is it for them. I guess they're playing a couple shows in Europe after this? I, or? Think, so. I think they're supposed to end in England, like yeah. home, home. I think they're playing in, someone said they're playing in Birmingham as yeah. the last show, which yeah. is, imagine being there, that's crazy. What are you <laughs> looking forward to, though? I mean, obviously, Sabbath's got to be a huge influence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw I saw this return um, when it first came out. In 13? In 13, album. and I saw them at, uh, at Sports Arena in L.A. Yeah, yeah. And that was just phenomenal. It was just so good. They were just amazing. So I haven't seen them since then. Looking forward to it tonight. You know, I know the set list pretty much. So they do basically. Which first, one are you looking for? First three records. I mean, they basically play the entire Paranoid record, which is amazing. Right. Um, so I'm looking for any anything off Paranoid, basically. You know, I kind of I hear that they're not doing anything from Sabotage and from. Sabbath Blade Sabbath, so that's a little bit of a bummer, but yeah, that's some of those songs are really hard to sing for anybody these days, so I, I get why they're not doing it. But um, you know, I'm a huge Geezer Butler fan. Me I'm, too. I'm like he's like probably my number one hero. Uh, because when I first started playing I was was listening to hard rock at the same time, so Geezer Butler was just He's the man. He's the man, he's always been the man for me. I'm a very blues based bass player and he I got it all from Geezer so anytime I can see him I'm just like in awe of him yeah, so just the way look, those fingers bounce yeah, too, just I'm looking forward to just seeing Geezer again and the band I mean you know the Sabbath come on yeah uh, I mean of course Geezer is going to be your favorite he's always been my favorite I played yeah. drums as a kid but mainly yeah. radio but I love Geezer and just yeah. the way he cuts he dances in between those riffs in yeah. between Ioni's riffs and then writes all the lyrics and yeah He's the man. He's the man. Hey, we got to talk about your live album. Yes. Armor Sand has a new live record. Uh, I just, I'm mixing it myself. Uh, so just finishing, I have one more song to kind of tweak, and then I got to let it go. So I'm getting it to the mastering guy um, as we speak right now. And hopefully by Wednesday I'll have some things to start listening to and approve. It's coming out on Metal Blade in February, I believe, is the 
kind of the official release time. And then there's a pledge music campaign. We have a pledge music campaign going on right now. We've never talked about that. Never done this before. Uh, really cool thing that they do. For lack of a better explanation, for those who don't know, it's kind of it's kind of like a a giant like fan club that people can get involved in, and you get exclusive content. Um, you get exclusive um, rights to like pre-order the record. You can get everything signed. All the stuff comes signed. It's got digital downloads, LPs, CDs, um, all kinds of other exclusive uh, merchandise. T-shirts. We have exclusive like. I saw something about John's microphone or We're something. We're selling some things that like from our archives, like this like SM58 that John yeah. used all during the 80s and early 90s. And it's just been in, it's been in my possession ever since, and it still works, but we just don't use it because it's I have other mics, that, you know, I have right. newer ones that I use now. But it's it's a, a piece of history, basically. It is. So you know, we're selling things like that and like drum heads, and um, we have VIP packages for the upcoming Queensrÿche tour, yeah. which is another cool thing we're doing. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, so um, the way it works is uh, people can pre-order all this stuff. And Where do they go? They go to uh, pledgemusic.com forward slash Armored Saint, I believe is it. Or you could, you, we're on the main page anyway, so if you go to pledgemusic.com, you'll see it there. You, you pre-order the record and you get, uh, the record will be shipped to you one month prior to the official release. So you actually get all the stuff before. Very cool. It's a very cool thing for people who want to get involved. All kinds of different packages that you can get there. It's really interesting for people who are just super supportive of the band. The response, it's only been open for three weeks, and the response has been phenomenal. So we're super stoked and grateful for everybody that's been been involved. So um, that's pretty exciting stuff for us. It really seems kind of like a, almost like a rebirth of Armored Saint since La Raza. You guys have been kind of back and, and steadily like growing again and, and more and more tours now we're getting like a third tour out of you this is great with yeah. Queens right now yeah. and we're going to get you in our backyard here uh, Riverside Municipal on Thursday November 17th that's right yeah looking um, forward to that show it's, I, don't, I don't know it's not really something this whole I've, I've been asked the same thing it's not really something we conjured up and planned it's no. just something that uh, has been happening We've since Revelation we put out a record it was 10 years between that and La Raza right. and then 5 years between that and Wind Hands Down um, so I don't know we just kind of work in a way where we made a promise to ourselves that we're only going to do this if we're truly motivated mm -hmm. and for no other reason so we don't want to feel like we're obligated to anyone um, the record label or management or booking agency you know we want to do this because we love it and we right. like it so it just so happens that we are into this groove right now yeah. we're, we're we made a great record i think with win and sure. um the response has been really great and it's been that's been affording us you know special uh, offers for tours and stuff so we've been doing i think we've done more tours on this record since we've done since maybe symbol right or maybe even longer than that to be honest <laughs> with you we've done a lot of dates on this record so I don't know why. It's just a strange fluke. It's kind of cool, though. Like, the less... I don't want to say you're not trying, but you kind of don't. You know what? That's. I think that's why. Um, I think that sometimes in, in life, when you let things happen uh, naturally, they come. Mm -hmm. So we never... Especially with our career, we and back in the early days, we spent a lot of time trying to calculate things. Right. And I really think that that hurt us in a lot of ways. So, Over, overthinking it almost and hurting Overthinking. Yourself. So we decided this time, no expectations. 
whatever happens, happens. And it's been great. I, I, I think it's a winning formula. I think it's really working out at this point in time Thanks. for you guys, man. Thank I love you. it. And it's got me reignited since LaRaza. I've been a huge cool. supporter and, and loving you. all the records and all your production skills at, you, at work. Thank you. It's funny, I've interviewed John a couple of times and he was talking about how like you would come up with movies like lines from a movie or a movie title as like a theme <laughs> to set the mood for the song. I don't know how that started. But I think that's a great, yeah. great way of doing it. Yeah, it, it was, I think it started with one, I made one demo. This was back writing for La Raza. Right. I made, I wrote a song and then, and then for some reason I said, I don't want, just for fun, I just, and this was like a joke, like a tongue-in-cheek joke that I would have with John, because him and I quote movies all the time. Right. So I pulled a quote from a movie, just, I think, it, I don't remember what song it was, it was probably either Blue Velvet, The Road Warrior, or, uh, I don't know, some, or Scarface or something. Right. And I just took a quote, and then it was the quote from the movie, and then that's how the song started. And he goes, dude, as soon as I heard that quote and then the song started, I got chills and I was like, why? And he goes, I don't know, just the setup of the quote and then the music started, it was like perfect. So then he just like wrote the lyrics in like 10 minutes. Wow. So then I go, all right, I'm gonna do it again. So I did it on the next one and then I did it for every song after that. For the next like 15 songs, I just started getting all these. Did you do it for Win? You know what, I didn't do it for Win. I did it for a couple of things on Win, but um, I stopped doing it for Win because it started to feel like you know, like now, okay. Now it's a formula. It's a formula, and it's like, ah, all right. I don't want to. I don't want to force this anymore. I'm gonna right. let. I'm gonna let the inspiration come from somewhere else. Right. So I didn't. I stopped doing it. And you write a lot of the guitar parts, don't you? Being the bass player, or I write at least all, the the riff or the, the riff for the song. I've, I've since uh, La Raza. I've I've been writing all of the music. So all of the guitars, all the parts, and the arrangements. The guys that contributed a few songs uh, since then, but. I say 80% of it's pretty much just John and myself. Right. Well, you guys are the, the brains of the operation, the music and the lyrics, and it makes perfect sense. And you got the home, the studio too, right? You're yeah, the producer, I, have so. a, I have a studio at home, and I I write pretty elaborate uh, demos. They sound very, there's a thousand tracks and a lot of overdubs. I, I make it sound like a record. I don't like to write something like, like, you know, one guitar and a drum machine. Like, I never do that. It's always gotta be, 110 or nothing. <laughs> so he gets these demos and it's like, my God, it sounds like a record. He's <laughs> like, next thing you'll be singing all my parts too on the demo you send me. <laughs> nah, I have my limitations and I know what they are. <laughs> so it's cool then, I, I imagine, to, to be full steam in that and then also take your time with Fate's Warning and then yeah. not do as much, right? You're kind of just yeah. more the bass player in that yeah. band and, and you don't have yep. to work that hard. Yep, it's a cool thing for me. Um, I am... I have a different role with them, and I'm super comfortable with it, and I actually prefer it. Um, Armored Saint is a huge labor of love for me. I've known these guys since the third grade, most wow. of them. I've known them, we have, we go, our history is so deep, and it's, it's sometimes too emotional, and there's too much writing on it. It's too hard for me sometimes, emotionally and psychologically, it's very, very, taxing let's say right right so I, it's such a relief to be able to work with fates and to be in a, an environment where these are guys that I, I have known a very long time and we're very very good friends um, we get along famously so it's much better for me to just I'm the bass player I 
they, they asked me for my input and they asked me for my just you know opinions and I give them freely but it's it's not all me you know yeah. it's it's Jim Mateos. it's just jam basically yeah so Your jam band it's um it's so much easier and better and in that in that regard I mean right. they both they both have they both give me things that are satisfied to bring me pleasure but right different ends di- of the spectrum exactly different reasons so uh, yeah, I'm getting ready to work with those guys because their our record, our face record, just came out in July. Right. I'm going on tour in January, starting the touring cycle in January in Europe. So I'll be I'll be hanging out with them pretty soon. <laughs> Would you ever do a, a double work, double uh, duty? We actually talked about it a few times, but um, I, I wouldn't do something lengthy. I would do one like a one night, sure. Yeah. That would be a trip, but okay. I wouldn't do anything lengthy. My body, I'm too old for that. <laughs> Now you're an Angelino and, and, and it bugs the hell out of me. I don't know how or why. And I'm hoping you're not the same way like John, an avid Celtics fan. Like you're born and raised in LA, John. You're supposed to be a Lakers fan. <laughs> Ended up a Celtics fan. Are you are you a big sports fan like John is or I'm not really a huge sports fan. I'm I'm a very peripheral sports fan. Okay. I'm I'm the guy who watches on the sidelines all during the season and then like in the finals then I get I get more invested if 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 LA is somewhere in the okay. So you happy the Rams come back? Like, I mean, I'm stoked on the Rams coming back, actually. Um, so I, I want to go to a Ram game. I've actually never been to a Rams game. Oh, really? Never. Because by the time, I never did. I've never been to a Rams game. I've been to Trojans games. I've been to UCLA Bruins games. I've been to Raiders games. Raiders games. I've been to uh, you know fucking Lakers games, of course. Of course, the Kings. But yeah. Never, never been to a Rams game. So now, uh, now, now I can rectify that. Yeah. Now you can fix that. <laughs> Even I went as a kid. They played at Angel Stadium, Orange County, kid. Yeah, yeah. So I went there all the time as a kid, going to Angel games yeah. and going to Rams yeah, games. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So. A lot of Orange County love for the Rams coming back, and then even last night, me being an Orange County guy and an Angels fan, I know you probably you were playing when it happened, but Vince Scully's last last, it was last night. Last yeah, night. I know. I, dude, I was it. I not a dry dude. I know. Sixty-seven years doing That's the crazy. same thing. It's crazy. It's really wild because I pointed out I was telling this about to somebody, and, and he only and he really only like unless you're listening to the radio, you're not really hearing his voice. Like he wasn't the announcer in no. the games. But his voice is so, it's such a part of the fabric of everybody in Los Angeles. As long as I've been, I mean, I'm only 53, but my whole life has yeah. been listening to Vince Scully. Right. Which is strange though, because I never, I don't remember listening to radio. <laughs> but you know you've heard him. But I know his voice. His voice is, it's, his voice is the voice of the Dodgers. That's all I know it as. So, it's crazy. And I, I'm glad that, I'm so glad that he's, he had such a long career here, and thank you know everybody thanks him for being. You know what the good thing is it, is he got to say goodbye. It wasn't I like know. he passed away and then next tribute. So that he's a very lucky lucky man. Yeah, it's yeah. still great and yeah. at the top of his profession. Yeah, yeah. Cool Perfect. man. Thank you so much for the time. Thank Joe. you. We appreciate it. If I could get a legal ID from you real sure. quick. Yeah, no problem. Insert your name in there. All right, you got it. All right, ready? Yeah, go for it. Hey, how's it going there, everybody? This is Joey Vera from Armored Saints and Fate's Warning, and I'm here with Mike Z on 96.7 KCAL, and it rocks! Beautiful, man. Thank you so much.